Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and we love you. We're back with Pendejo Time, the number one podcast in the world. In terms of metrics, fan bases, love, laughter given, um, smiles, mm. and how many pancakes we can eat. How you doing, Jake? Uh, I just woke up from a nap. Uh, wow. I didn't mean, to, didn't mean to nap that long. Really? Yeah. Uh, how long cozy. was your How long was your nap, Jake? Mm, about about, about uh, an hour and a half, maybe two. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, that's yeah, we, cool. I was actually working during that time. I was doing cameos uh, okay. as little characters. So that was my, you know, I was actually fucking, you know, earning my wage during that time. <laughs> you know, trying to make a living for my family. Yeah. By using yeah. Snapchat filters and stuff um, and doing voices, being silly guys yeah. and women. And women? Yeah. That's, that comes, probably comes naturally to you due to your feminine. Everybody says you have such a feminine mystique about you. Yeah. Anytime I talk to anybody, they say Thomas is, has his energy is very, you have divine feminine energy. Yeah. God is a woman and yeah. I, and she I and fucked her. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, you know, look, when you get older, Jake, when you get to be about my age, when you get to around 24, Mm -hmm. you'll know, I see things in people that they don't see in themselves. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, for sure. For example, I was, uh, the other day, uh, I was on the train. I got off at the train station. Texas train. Yeah. The, 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 the Texas subway that runs. I was, look, I was on the train. All right. I got off. Yeah. And I actually saw a vagrant. Okay. And I went over to this vagrant, and his coat was dusty. His hair right. was his hair was black, <laughs> and his yeah. his skin was his skin was um, crusty, like he was okay. a crab almost. Okay, so he's crusty, dusty, black skinned. No, black he, no, he had black hair. Oh. Why okay. did you assume the vagrant was? black skinned to be completely honest man i misspoke i was going for the black hair the black skin just came out but that you think all homeless people i was assuming they were burn victims i wasn't trying to say anything about their that's horrible that you would say that but anyway yeah please disregard what jake just said because i it really was embarrassing to me what he said and i don't want to take you know i don't want to take I don't want to shy away from taking responsibility because I feel like I could have I could have schooled him better as a fellow white man. But anyway, so this uh-huh. vagrant, you know, some some type of crackhead probably. He uh, he was dusty and crusty and musty, and I came okay. over to him and I put my put my thumbs on his head forehead, and okay. I put my the other four fingers on each side on his temples. Okay, cupped. Like I was trying to get a scoop of water from the fountain with okay. my hands. And I looked into his eyes and I said, your name is Joseph, isn't it? And he looked up at me and he had spectacles on. I remember they were wire framed, very thick. Okay. Like he could have used LASIK, but he probably knew He probably knew better because if you get LASIK, then you get cataracts later. You can't get the cataracts removed. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for he sure. Probably, that's probably why Homeless he, guys just, yeah. They, yeah. They, yeah, that's stuff they think about. Yeah. And I said, sure, yeah. He said, yes, my name is Joseph. And I said, you're a billionaire, aren't you? And he chuckled for a second, and he opened a mouthful of diamond teeth. Pure diamond. <laughs> and it was all one tooth. And, okay, so it's like and, a diamond mouth guard. Diamond okay. mouth. He opened his diamond mouth, and his breath smelled amazing. Like pickles. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he said to me, you're the first person. I've been sitting here for 20 minutes, and you're the first person that's come up to me and guessed that I was a billionaire. Yeah. yeah and I said, you know how I knew? And he said, why? I said, because you, um, I said, uh, because of your um, stature. I said you were a man of stature. And he said, whoa, how did you guess my stature so well? And I said, because I'm a man of high regard. And I highly regarded your stature, and that's how I knew you were a billionaire. And he shook my hand, and then as I turned away, 
you know, I shook his hand just to shake a billionaire's hand. Haven't you always yeah. wanted to? As I turned, uh -huh. away, I turned away, I looked into my driving glove, and I see a big wad of cash. And I turn to him, and I say, sir, you accidentally left a big wad of cash in my driving glove. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, I don't carry cash. That must be yours. And I said, Joseph, okay. don't play coy with me. Don't, be, okay. don't play coy. We're just... Two men of stature, two, two, two men of stature, you know? Yeah. And he said, he said, let me tell you the billionaire's poem. I said, all right. He said, a billion dollars every night keeps away the fleas and mites, but a given thousand every day keeps your hair from turning gray. And okay. it kept one million for every week keeps your dollars from staying sleek so a given million with every hour keeps you strong just like a flower and he said that's a billionaire's poem i said thank you so much joseph and <laughs> so what i did was i bought myself a brand new fucking sick ass lambo Lamborghini Gallardo, and I've been fucking driving it everywhere. I've been killing people with it. What's you been up to, Jake? Um, on this I, uh, wonderful Thursday. Yeah, beautiful Thursday, Thursday the twenty eighth. I um. Well, that's just—it's incredible. You guys—you find yourself in such uh like incredible like capers and different yeah. types of situations. Um. It's cool that you just just clocked a, a fake homeless billionaire just waiting for a, a smart observant young man like yourself yeah. to give you to give you I'm guessing if you went out and bought a Gallardo that he just handed you in one hand with one hand of cash gave you roughly a quarter million to three hundred thousand dollars in your driving glove. Yeah. Read you a poem and then you just left him there. Yeah. Uh, to go to the Lamborghini dealership, which there's so many where you're at. And there's one in every block. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. It's funny. I just there's one right next to the train station. I'm, I bet he planned <laughs> it like that. Yeah, I'm taking the train station to the Lamborghini dealership in Fort Worth. And, uh, stopping uh, on Lamborghini Lamborghini Avenue. Lamborghini up, next, up 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 next Ferrari Court. Ferrari up next Pussy Central. Getting put. I. I. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I haven't done much today. I um, went. Uh, I went to Five Below. I'm. I went to Five Below. Do some grocery shopping. I looked at a lot of cool, um, made in a slave factory style stuff for the nieces and nephews. Um, and uh, there was a group of guys out there asking for money for some sort of law enforcement against drug abuse charity but they weren't cops they looked like uh did you, did you did they ever do psas at your school where like a guy who clearly just recently stopped doing heroin would come to the school and be like yo this shit ain't easy being a fucking junkie you gotta fucking go outside and you gotta wheel and deal did they ever do that type of stuff they would have dare come to our school but every now and then they'd have like a recover like an addict that would come and be like you don't want this life. They're always wiggers for some reason. Yeah, they just had like people who did jump rope and stuff mostly. <laughs> but that might not have we been. We did have a uh it's funny you mentioned that. They they had, we had something called the high impact squad. And they would come and do they would come and do uh uh trampoline slam dunks. Mm. For for like our test scores. If we did good on our tests Guys in uh, uh, like body suits, like you know what yeah, I'm talking about, like a, like yeah. the fucking green and like the black like super tight bodysuit with like superhero masks would come and do front flips off trampolines. Also, usually you could tell of the wigger variety um, just because their microphones would be on, and you couldn't see their face, but you know the voice. It's not. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, y'all did good as hell on the reading test, so I'm gonna do a front flip and slam dunk this basketball. Let me show y'all soon. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, hey, y'all, I, hey, I, I'm about to show y'all soon. 
Uh, y'all about to see a real uh, a real cool f- maneuver. Like like um, guys with with their voices are so deep compared to their body that their chest caves in every time they talk. I yeah. I'm a spit uh, truth to y'all. <laughs> y'all might think y'all might think smoking a cigarette is cool. Problem is, problem is it ain't. Y'all mind if I keep it on it with y'all? <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm, I'm gonna be real for a second. My name's Tony Spaghetti. That Tony Spaghetti. That was a name the crit gave me. I grew up. I grew up on the wrong side of the train track. Clearly, these guys did not grow up on any certain side of the train. My name Tony Spaghetti. I was a rolling sixty crip. I grew up on the wrong side of the train track, and I'm telling y'all not to smoke wet and to stay in school. Yeah, my name Roof. They used to call me that because I was roofless. If I'm being real with y'all, there's a lot of stuff on the other side you ain't trying to see. Yeah, yeah. Y'all keep it, y'all keep it player. Y'all keep it, stay in school. Keep looking at y'all books. Yeah, y'all, y'all think uh, some of y'all I see with your hoodie on and your headphone in. Y'all gonna be where I was at. Y'all gonna y'all y'all gonna be in a down back of the down pickup truck pulling copper wire with your teeth, just trying trying to get a little bit of something, trying to get trying to get a little bit of money for your scratch for your store. If you think you finna get out of here. Boy, you dead wrong for that, cause I'm telling you right now, you ain't want no trouble with no no law. <laughs> I remember my first time getting locked up. I was 13. 13, yeah. 13 fir- years young. Uh, yeah. I got, they slammed me against the wall. Yeah, and they I took said, my- they took my fingers off. <laughs> A lot of a lot of a lot of guys think they can live the life of uh, that Tony Spaghetti live. Problem is, they don't understand what it takes to make the spaghetti. Look, Look, I ain't trying to tell y'all nothing that ain't true. If you want to be a hustler, a baller, any of that stuff, you stay in school. You start reading a book. You look at that book, ain't nothing bad gonna happen. How but as soon as you turn to the street, everything going south. Y'all seven, eleven, fourteen, nine, fifty-five, twenty-nine, eleven, five. Whatever y'all age is, y'all remember one thing. I thought I was going to be one of the Starship Troopers. As it turned out, the only thing you get out of a life of like Tony Spaghetti is loneliness and abuse. You start playing with that hair on, boy, you're going to end up in an ambulance. i tell you right now. <laughs> ambulance. They would have the sheriff. Uh, I don't know if it was the sheriff. They would have a... When the dare guys would come, I feel like I learned more about drugs from them and the effects of them than, like, I should have known in, like, fourth or fifth grade. They would have, like, a big pot-bellied state trooper guy come and literally would be like, an eighth of weed, three and a half grams. Now, the language changes when you start talking about the harder stuff. An eight ball, eight, three and a half grams of cocaine, or heroin, also known as horse. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah, we're like like learning our times tables, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, horse, eight ball, you know, etc. And then they would have like a, they'd have like a trifold, you know, like poster board with drugs on them, and they looked real. And I don't think they were probably not the real thing, but they'd point to them with a pointer, and they'd be like, this is oxycontin, this is what cocaine looks like, this is crack cocaine. And this is marijuana, and this is ecstasy, so on and so forth. And they would tell us not to do it and tell us to stay in school. Um, which didn't work for a lot of us. I think, like, a lot of guys, like, you know, you that stuff, 
it's cool to do that type of stuff, especially when you're learning about it at such a young age or whatever. Yeah. You get curious, man. I was like, damn, they call that shit horse? I like horses. You know? I mean, the way that my, my neural pathways were functioning in fourth or fifth grade was like, uh, eight ball, I, my dad plays pool. You know what I mean? That shit sounds dope as hell. Yeah. I remember when I was in first grade, I used to smoke heroin and kill people. And <laughs> I've come so far since then. I remember, yeah, what y'all, what grade y'all in? I remember when I was in first grade, they used to let me hold the gun sideways and bark at people on a train. I remember when I was a, a wee boy like you. We used to drink moonshine down by the creek. And I drank that moonshine till my, I lost my eyesight. <laughs> oh, boy. They said, oh, Smokey's coming. Oh, Smokey's coming, boy. You better turn that. You better turn that fire down. They won't see the smoke. You oh, smoke your- is coming. Oh, boy, you better jump in that swamp. The alligator's going to come out of there against you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> better put your butt cheeks away. Smoke it come down the creek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you better put your butt cheeks away. Smoke it come down the creek. Oh, Lord. Tell Dad to still down. I think they might come down to the corner with the alligator's beer. Put a water milk and water moccasins jumping up in the boat there. Cajun dare. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I they, they told Smokey what stop stop drinking stop drinking the black brake fluid. Yeah, first say, first say you think it's cool, you start drinking a little liquor with the marsh hand. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're down there. Oh, Smokey chasing you. You got alligators nipping at your ankles. It's clearly like this the truant officer in shoe polish. <laughs> Just, oh, oh <laughs> lord! They don't have anybody <laughs> to put. <laughs> It's just the school safety officer, like a clear black place. Oh, they, I, I, my, they, yeah, they used to call me black blue socks, on account of I would, I would walk around in the flood water in my gray socks till they turn blue, and I sell, I, I, I sell pictures of a lady, lady feet for, for, for a quarter to get a bag of, of, of Smokey Joe heroin. We used to eat them uh, alligator gauze because we thought they taste like French fry. <laughs> but now we know you can't be doing that boy down there with smoking drinking all the brand there. Mr. And then they come over here and start yanking on your penis to take your foreskin off. Mr. Smokey, um question for you. Are you um you you look just like Officer Brian only you got a funny face on. Officer Brian is a a hapless charlatan, I'll tell you that much boy. And can't nobody show you much like old Smokey De La Truve can. <laughs> old Smokey gonna show you how to live your life. All right, not like them that police, man. He gonna tell you how to live your death. I'm gonna tell you how to de- teach a turn of dick so good, turn a frog inside out. I tell you, boy, I, it ain't nothing like that. Smokey De La... Everybody, please listen. Mr. Smokey De La Truve is a crack addict and a thief, okay? We picked him up off the streets of New Orleans, and he's going to come to our school to tell you guys about how to stay in school and read your books. Ain't that right, Smokey? Yeah. Smokey De La Truve is not Officer Brian with a funny face. Sit down, Timmy. That's a, that is an inappropriate question. Smokey De La Truve used to go to Robert E. Lee Middle School. Isn't that right, Smokey? Yeah. Smokey De La Truve didn't read his books and eat his carrots, and now he sells. What do you call that part of your body that you sell for crack cocaine, Smokey? Uh, I, call, I call it the land. Uh, I, I call it Mississippi Delta. He sells his Mississippi Delta for drugs, kids. For drugs. And that white, that white lightning. And, and for that white lightning. So if you want to keep your Mississippi Delta clean from flood water, you stay and you do what, Smokey? Uh, I do believe you don't stay in school. It's been awful nice. It's awful nice to stay in school. And Smokey De La Truve, what did you want to be before you gave up your, your dreams and, 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 and inherited and embraced a life of crime, violence, debauchery, and poverty. I tell you, boy, I always want to be a bullfrog. Back in my younger days, I always thought been out sit out on one of those lily pads. Yeah, truly, I always thought it been out sit out on one of them lily pads. I get fly with my, get to fly with my tongue, with my tongue. 
So well, that's yeah. what I was going to try and do there, but then, well, then after, after a while, I noticed they, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, run out of little pair down on the pond. I figured I gotta, yeah, I gotta try and do something else. Smokey Delatruve wanted to be a bullfrog, kids. I don't know if you caught that. He wanted to be a bullfrog and hop around on a lily pad. But instead, now he comes and he goes to all the schools in in the Louisiana and Mississippi areas, in tri-state area, and he tells them to stay away from drugs. Isn't that right, Smokey? Yeah, and sometimes they give me lunch. We do give Smokey lunch. We give Smokey... Uh, we pay Smokey in Sloppy Joes and French fries from the cafeteria because oh, that's Sloppy Joe. That is Smokey's favorite food. Any questions for Smokey? Yeah. You, you in the back, Mister Smokey. Is it, is it true that you, that you that that when you were wanting to be a bullfrog, that you that that instead of growing up to be a bullfrog like you wanted, you 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 started robbing people. <laughs> oh, that's a funny kid there. I tell you, boy, what I wanted to be a bullfrog, right? Ain't nothing wrong with that, but sometimes in life you start looking at what you got to do, man. And, you know, for me, I was trying to, I wasn't trying to hurt nobody. But what I was trying to do was get a little bit of money for myself and my family. So what I ended up doing there, and for a while, is I'd hide up in a tree. I'd hide up in a big, tall, bald cypress. Yeah, that's where the Spanish mouse likes to grow. Yeah, and uh, then I'd look up like I was some kind of, like I was some kind of eagle or something. But really what I'd done was, is I, my cousin, he had a buff defect where he grew feathers. Because he, he lives too close to the Monsanto factory, so he kind of drank a lot of chemical runoff growing up. So I'd pluck my cousin's feathers and I'd put them on my body like some type of horrible creature. And I'd jump down about 70 feet from the top of the tree next to people. And I'd, my whole body would break when I landed. They'd get so damn scared, they'd, fuck it. they'd, they'd get so damn scared, they'd drop all their belongings, including the picnic basket. And I'd go grab the picnic basket, get all bread out there, get all the liquor, get all uh, grapes, get all the mus- mus- barefoot Moscato and all that there, and I'd grab it. And I'd go down the creek. Share with it, share, share with all the snap potatoes and all that, and uh, I eat all, keep all the grapes for myself. Thank you so much, Smokey Delatruve. And that's right, kids. If you don't do your times tables, you will end up in a tree, plucking feathers off of your diseased cousin, and then jumping from the tree and breaking all the bones in your body to scare townsfolks, so they drop all of their belongings like loot, and then. You'll live a life where you share barefoot Moscato wine with all the snapping turtles down by the swamp instead of becoming <gasps> astronauts and presidents. Isn't that right, kids? Yeah! That's right. Smokey, thank you so much for coming by today. Is there anything else that you'd like to say to the little boys and girls before we take you back to the swamp? Yeah, uh, be careful if you ever see... Uh, a bandana peel pulls up upon the ground as if it's a uh, uh, as if it's a part of the sidewalk. Cause sometimes what you could do with that, whatever you can go across, whatever you try to crawl across, and then we go and try and walk on that, and then you go slippery slip, slippity slip, slippity slap down on down down across the road. Oh, oh cow, hell no! And then cross, you know, slip, fell, fall right on the behind and across all the ladies. All the ladies there will stop and say, "Oh, I was smoking a slip on a banana peel, and now you know, a minute, so look like a fool in front of everybody." And now, now oh, he's so funny, and we all point laugh at him. I'm pointing there and laugh at him, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then maybe we're gonna put it all on Instagram Live, you know, like it's just smoking up, fall on the shoulders, trousers, you know, shit all over the sidewalk, and all this banana peel we don't lip, and on TikTok prank, and then we go play with it, put clay on nipples, and then we go put her down in a chair, time over the chair, time real. Ain't no circulation on his limbs. No circulation on there. We're going to put it on this screen. We got Smokey Trap Live. Come down to the dungeon. We got Smokey here. We're going to make him eat bananas all day because he's a stupid monkey man. And then we all kill him. We all kill him with an axe because he slipped on a banana peel. And that, you don't want something like that happening. See, so kids, watch, the, watch your step. The kind of trouble that you get into um, 
if you don't do your studies, is, is that you get tricked by a banana peel on the ground, and then the townspeople lock you up in a dungeon, and they torture you by pinching at your nipples and your butt cheeks, and then they leave you down there forever. Uh, does anybody have any last questions for Smokey? Yes, you in the back. Mr. Smokey, do you have a wife like my daddy has a wife that's my mom? Do you have a swamp wife? Yeah, I do. It is also your mom. And every night I come home to her. It's your house. I get there right before your daddy do. And I pound the living god fuck out of her. And basically what I do is I turn her into my swamp creature. I put slime algae all around my fucking giant cock. And then what I do is I slide it up in her. And I give her horrible diseases. And I give her I give her turtle disease. I give her all kinds of shit. And I don't give a damn. I'll pound the hell out of your stupid ass mama. Like she's some kind of fucker, like so she's some kind of beaver, badger, something like that. Like a normal guy would fuck a badger. Okay, um, that, that I see we, we got to get Smokey out of here. We have to get Smokey De La Truve gone because it seems he's getting a little cranky, kids, because if you don't eat your vegetables, you get scurvy like Smokey De La Truve. Okay, thank you for coming by the school, Smokey. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye. Well, I'm glad we were able to have the PSA for the children. Uh, yeah, I'm glad. I we like that to... guy. Yeah, Smokey Delatruve of the of the Bay. It's a uh, it's upsetting that we can't bring him to more schools. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because he's not. He can only go to private schools because he, yeah. you know, the ankle monitor thing. But right, yeah, he can only yeah. go to really well funded Catholic private schools. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool they let him do whatever he wants there. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Just let him let him wander around, Smokey Smokey Delatruth. <laughs> oh man, it's awesome that uh, that in this land of plenty, they that there are guys like that that are real. Mm-hmm. I love I love Cajun people. All the stereotypes about them are true. Yeah, like definitely. They they all eat rats and stuff. Not all of them, I guess. But um, they're all fucking uh, stinky, nasty reptilian people. Uh, mm-hmm. It's fucked up that the French are so snooty, because that's the, you know it's the same type of guy. But if you take a Frenchman and you put him down here and then let time do its thing, they just become the nastiest sort of critters the God's ever seen. Yeah, because they were kind of cast into poverty. Yeah, it didn't really wasn't ideal, but. You know, that <laughs> yeah, 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 Jake. They had a really bad, bad deal. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah, the the kind of kind of forced they, to live in a swamp. So. Yeah, <laughs> we wanted to live in Canada, which has normal places, and then they said, "Hey, how about you guys mm. go across the world?" Yeah, what if you guys? Go how about from, you guys go as far south as we can get you. realistically <laughs> get you? Yeah, yeah. Well, and you're in beautiful Quebec right now. That's nice. Uh, have you ever tried the fucking ass end of the United States? The nastiest part of the country. Louisiana's all right, I guess. Uh, it has its... Oh, sorry. It has its perks, you know, but uh, been there a fair amount, and I just wouldn't want to live there. But uh, <laughs> the, the people, you know, the people are nice. Yeah. For the most yeah. part. There's good people everywhere, but I like, I mean, I like New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Uh, Baton Rouge has its moments. We used uh, to go gamble over there, Lake Charles, Baton Rouge. Uh, Baton Rouge mom- is a fun place to visit. Uh, it's not the safest, but that's no, okay. <laughs> it's not. No, it's funny. My my mom and I, when I was like twenty two, we would go. After I turned twenty one, we would go to the casinos in Baton Rouge, or like right outside Baton Rouge, and then Lake Charles and Lafayette areas and uh, we would go to Biloxi too and we'd go gamble yeah and all around the casinos it's depressing it's just like the worst kind of poverty and then you go to a casino called you know like the go- uh, you know golden water golden waterfall golden acres or silver spring or something and it's gaudy. There's nothing opulent about it. It's just the the facade of decadence, or you know, it, like it's like a cheesecake factory where you can gamble in. Like the uh, the architecture is Roman and Greek and Egyptian, 
But then all around it in every direction is just straight fucking de- death and decay. And you go there to spin uh, slot machines called Geronimo's Lament and Chinaman's Treasure. They're all very racist uh, and very evil. Uh, and uh, it seems, you know, I guess... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Makes perfect sense, you know, that uh, that, that would be there. Because there's nothing else there. Also, last time I brought this up, oh, you informed me that they took the Confederate flag off the Mississippi state flag. Which, by the, it, when the, the last time I was there, they hadn't. They, they were everywhere. Yeah, I, I, believe they, I believe they did. I'll uh, check. Or at least I know, at least I know there was a big... Stink about it. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Double fact check me. Mississippi. Yeah, now it's like a magnolia flower. My SSI is Mississippi impossible. But, this, but the same same color scheme, basically, just with some yellow in there. Mississippi flag. Yeah, the new one is a lot less racist. Oh, uh, it was the stars and bars yeah. and, like, the the flag of France, basically. Yeah. But now it's... Uh, it was a pretty shitty flag. That's a a fucking low effort flag. Yeah, if you take the flag, two flags combined, that's not a real thing. You take the French flag and then you just throw the Confederate flag in the corner. That's a shitty flag for sure. Yeah. Um. I wonder what I mean. I know what makes a lot of the Confederate guys still hold on to it. Like a lot of them. I knew I knew more than a handful growing up. I don't know if you, I'm sure you met a couple, yeah, yeah, or whatever, but quite a few. Um, you meet the you meet the guys who try to like make it a smart guy thing. You know what I mean? So they're like, oh, it was, it was a state's rights issue. I heard that a lot growing up, where like you have your heritage not hate guys, who are just kind of, you know, not inbreds necessarily, but just. Southern pride, being from the South, casually racist. And then you have the guys who were like, no, it was about states' rights. They were always my favorite type of guy, implying, A, that states' rights are good in and of themselves. Yeah. And, B, leaving conveniently out the states' rights to own human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, taking a kind of... Um, a position where the North, you know, stomped out their way of life with their smug college boy reading books or whatever the fuck. It'll <clears throat> uh, happen, you know? Yeah. I mean, a South will rise again. You know what I mean, dude? Uh, it'll happen eventually, you know? Illinois has got a new state flag recently, too, I believe. But they're they not. I mean, they, I, know, I don't know. I, pretty racist over there, I guess. I know, but it, it was. I mean, it didn't have the. Did they have slavery? I think they were one of the. I believe they were a union state. Was Illinois a union state? Pretty sure. Union or Confederate? The union included the states of Maine, New York, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, Jersey, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Kansas, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, California, Nevada, Oregon. Nice. Yep. Uh, it was Texas Confederate. <laughs> what a stupid Texas What a stupid ass question. Texas formally seceded on March 2nd to become the seventh state in the new Confederacy. Governor Sam Houston was against this secession and struggled with loyalties to both his nation and his adopted state. His firm belief in the union cost him his office and he refused to take an oath of allegiance to the new government. Why? Uh, damn, you know Texas what, you didn't... You know it's almost fucking... Jesus Christ. What? Have you seen the flag of Hawaii? No, let me take a look. It has a fucking union jack on it in the corner. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Christ. That's almost more offensive considering the history of Hawaii. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Why? Ha! We did it, fuckers. <laughs> Why is the British flag on Hawaii? Many of King Kamehameha's advisors were British, and the islands were once placed under England's protection. Dude, it's so badass to be your name's Kamehameha. 
That's so sick. Man, we ruined everything, dude. They had fucking dope-ass names down. They had a king na- the, whose his name was a Dragon Ball Z spell. And fucking now everybody's down there is named Tony and fucking Mark. And Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sucks dick. At least we stole all the good parts. <laughs> they uh the navy poisoned a bunch of their drinking water uh, yeah. recently. I was uh, re- I was reading about uh the island that they used for um that the US military was given it, the entire island just to bomb it. Yeah, as yeah. much as they wanted to, yeah, and they yeah. kept missing and hitting Maui. <laughs> like that happened a lot, where they would just be like flying overhead, and they would just release it too late, allegedly, yeah. and it would just hit Maui, and they'd be like, "Oh, my bad." I uh, I was I've been listening to the audio book for the trying to finish the Jakarta Method, and there was a story in there. The early days of the CIA um, were like a bunch of fucking like horny alcoholics. Uh, and they were like, we got to destroy communism everywhere. And the president was like, eh, okay, I, I get you guys, but we need to be careful. You know, we don't need to be doing fucking goofy ass shit. Uh, and they were like, fuck you, we're going to do it our way. And so they would all, literally, they were all obsessed with James Bond and Ian Fleming and all this stuff. So they'd read all the books. Anyway, in Indonesia, I guess before the <clears throat> genocide there that we uh, basically condoned and endorsed, uh, Indonesian government was like, hey, is the CIA bombing uh, an island off the coast of one of the islands? And we were like, uh, Howard Jones, one of the, like, the basically the CIA clandestine officer from the U.S. that was stationed in Indonesia at the time. He was like, no, no, just, no, we're not. And they were like, well, I mean, they're American bombs. It's American plane. And he's like, no, it's not us. And then, like, two weeks later... Uh, the one of the uh, this plane crashes over and a bunch of the fucking village people go over there with pitchforks and uh out pops an american with an american passport and he was he had his like cia papers on him <laughs> and his name was alan pope and uh, they were like wow see a cia spy and he was like basically the story goes he was like ah you got me like in the same way that if i were to pull a prank on you and you would catch me <laughs> like putting a whoopee cushion under your chair you're like are you trying to make it seem like I'm pooping? And I was like, you got me. He was just like hanging from a tree, like his parachute. And they were like, CIA, see, we're right. And he was like, yeah, I was over here bombing you guys. You guys got me. I was over here trying to get you guys to start a civil war because you guys had too much socialist stuff happening over here. I figured you guys start killing each other because you're all, you know, jungle people or whatever. I'm sorry. Uh, and then like three years later, two million people died. Uh, it was pretty, pretty tough. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, well. Uh, I think the California's flag is pretty cool. Just the bear, ain't it? Yeah, it says California Republic, though, which is cool. It's kind of gangsta. To be completely honest, man, and I know some of my fellow Texans who listen to the show be mad at me, the whole t- Texas-California beef is really fucking stupid because it, that's, it's, a cooler, it's cooler over there. It's just nicer. Like, I know people are like, Texas, you know, big. That's fine. Yeah, that's all. All we fucking that's have all, just a big, expensive fucking nothing. If this was four states, <laughs> if this was four states, it, people nobody, shit. People shit on Wyoming. It's one of the most beautiful parts of the country. Yeah, Idaho too. People are like, "What's out there? Potatoes? It's gorgeous in Idaho." It's like, shut they, up, dude, Shut up. Whenever like I, like I'll see the TikToks. It's like, oh, you know, all California is moving here. Yeah, Texas. It's like, no, dude. Way more people have moved to California. First of all, second of all. California has better weather. They have better scenery. They have better landscape. I think they have better food. Yeah. Um, and better, better. Hey, in most parts of Texas, the Mexican food sucks. I'll say yeah, that also. Yes, a hundred. Well, north, north of where you guys are, it sucks. All right. <laughs> yes, yes, and there, yes. That doesn't mean there's not good places. Right. But to get good Mexican food in North Texas, you have to know Mexican people. You have to go to their house and get it from yes. them. Because north at the of- restaurants, at the restaurants. They have to make shitty fucking Tex-Mex for mongoloids like me. Yes. Well, people, I don't think people who are, like, from Texas who have too much Texas pride, like, they think it's all, like, Houston or, like, Corpus. But if above Temple, in my opinion, like, really above North Austin, and Austin's Mexican food is really not that great. 
I'm sorry. People that are like, Austin has the best food. Austin's food is if, dog if shit. I, if I ever see an article that says, oh, these are Austin-style tacos. Yeah, I don't go there. I'm fucking – I'm not interested because not. there's no fucking such thing as Austin-style tacos. I'm not going to eat a, a sun-dried tomato chicken oh. pesto taco. It's not happening. Yeah, I just came up with this new Austin-style food, which means I found a good food and I made it worse and more expensive. <laughs> I'm a yeah. fucking genius. I, hey, I you know how you know how uh, you know how tacos are have been great for too- ten thousand years. They've been yeah. fine. <laughs> what if they fucking sucked ass? Used and expensive f- ingredients put together horribly, and it was all wet <laughs> for some reason, and it didn't taste good. Yeah, it was seven dollars yeah. a piece. But what if you could have a margarita with it that was fourteen dollars? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. From a, hey. the same frozen margarita machine that every fucking restaurant in Texas yeah. has. Mm-hmm. But, but hey, s- ours ours has tahini around it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we put a dr- we put a dehydrated dried lime on the rim. So the fifteen dollars. Mm. Yeah. It's so I like whenever when I first moved here. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, oh, like the food is so crazy. Like the you know Austin foodie whatever. But then I quickly realized it even like 10 years ago, 11 years ago when I moved to the city, it it's not the food isn't meant to be eaten. You're supposed to take pictures of it. It's like the Yelp foodie thing never died here. It just evolved into Instagram and TikTok or whatever. Yeah. Cuz where like down in Houston and then like South Texas where I'm more familiar, whatever. Tacos are big and they don't cost more than $3. And they are simple and great. It's barbacoa, cojita cheese, lime. And the meat is so fucking good and the tortillas are homemade that you don't need anything else. When I first moved to Austin, I experienced tortillas. I'm not going to lie. I was in love. I was like, you guys put queso in a chicken strip and fucking back fat and fucking goddamn rotel and also fucking... You guys put marshmallows in your tacos. That's so awesome. That lasted like three months and I realized this is dog shit. This is horse shit. This is stupid. This this place charges $10 for a margarita and like $8 per taco. So, yeah. but when I've been to California, even in the fucking little, I took a road trip through there, even on the little fucking bullshit ass cities in between the major cities, Mexican food's way better. Mexican yeah. food's better. It's not a hundred, even, even in the hottest time of year when I went to California, it was like 95 degrees. It sucked. But yeah. In Texas, there's no mountains. There's no surfing. The Ga- Galveston's the best you got. Maybe, maybe you go to Port A. Maybe you go to South Padre Island. Disgusting, disgusting. Hog people go there to fuck, give each other herpes and chlamydia, and fucking go to jail and kill each other. You have no skiing, no snowboarding. You have no in nothing in this state. It's hot as fuck year round. Eight months out of the year, it's a fucking hundred percent humidity 100 plus degrees and we're supposed to pretend as texans that it's awesome to live here <laughs> i mean it's cheap i guess it's cheap but like it's not cheap to have like like property taxes are high here because we don't have sales taxes are high here yeah we yeah we yeah. just don't have we don't have a state income tax so that's i guess good if you like having shitty roads uh and also yeah. the corporate taxes are pretty low yeah um but yeah i mean <laughs> It, maybe it costs more to live other places because they're fucking nice places to live. People don't think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. Why would you want to spend your limited time on this earth paying money to live somewhere nice? <laughs> it makes no sense. I don't get why people, oh, you want to live somewhere where you can surf and then eat the best uh, Japanese food of your life? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'd rather live in a place called Shit Fuck, Texas, <laughs> where I can get a... I can go get a good plate of barbecue for only $50 now. <laughs> or I can go to a place called... called uh, it, Munchies called, Tacos, where I can spend... Oh, yeah, Munchies Tacos, where it's fucking $70 to look at a taco. Yeah, and, or, it's all, and I can get a nice Haritos for $10. It's all spaghetti on corn, and they make different types of lasagna tacos and chocolate... And they say it's special. It's so awesome. Why would I? Why would I pay two thousand dollars a month to live in a fucking studio, a fifteen-minute walk from the water, when I could pay eighteen hundred dollars to live next to a fucking chemical plant my whole life and get cancer at sixty? I can wait. I get to wait two and a half hours in line to eat barbecue made by an old World War II veteran. All right, that's the type of living that I want. 
Do you think if I lived in Los Angeles, I would be able to park a Ford trimmer outside of my barn dominium? Most likely not. But this standard of living, you know, I've got a, a, I've got a dog. I've got, look, I've got couches that look like cows. They're outside. Got, they have flies on them. I've got porch couches. You can't have yourself a porch couch out yeah. there in Oakland, can you? My wife is addicted to CrossFit, and <laughs> I've got two two sons named Jacelyn and, and Jackser, <laughs> and they uh, they love football. And I, you know, if if I lived in California, I would they, my kids would have to go to gender school, the, and my wife would be addicted to uh, salad. The, and the, I would have to work at the Google factory. Instead, I get to work. I do foam insulation. Where else can I do that? <laughs> I get my fiberglass in my awesome. skin and my lungs every day forever oh, yeah. for $22 an hour. And I, there are no unions here. So nobody can tell me that I can't work 80 hours a fucking week making nothing. What do they have in California? Medicare? <laughs> What do they got there? Ski lifts that you can go skiing and surfing in the same day? I got a dirt hill that's got a dead dog body under it that I buried five feet deep above my ex-wife's body. I love the fucking guy. I see this a lot on on Instagram, um, on the reels, the guys that are like, they get very smug. They're always from Texas or they're like they're from Texas or they're from like Arkansas or Oklahoma, those three states. And they're very smug. They're like... Oh, these millennials that they complain about paying thirty five hundred a month living a pine in a pine box like a bee. I got all this land out here, and then it just pans to the most dead, flat, <laughs> like shittiest land you've ever seen in your life. It's because it's Arkansas and Oklahoma. It's just fucking flat, nothing. I've got my own crick, and then they show you the nastiest, murkiest, fucking inbred catfish pond you've ever seen. I got my own. Four-wheeler, they show you the shittiest, most broke-down fucking thing you've ever seen in your life. I'd take this over living 15 minutes from Malibu any day. No, you fucking wouldn't. You take it because that's the life you were given. And hey, look, if you're redneck rich, more props to you. If you've got land and you've got one of them souped-up golf carts that you crash into the woods, that's a dope-ass life. It's pretty sick. But let's not pretend that it's nicer than any random place in California. I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. I know that people from California are annoying, but I think people from Texas are just as annoying in a different way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like we don't – we think we've proven things we haven't. Yes, you know right, I mean? yes, yes, exactly. Oh, my right. God. You really came from there to here? What would you come to do? Take all – we got so many jobs here. That's why my son's worked at a Dollar tree. Gas, gas station is, since he was 16. Yeah. Look, I got, I got we got so many jobs. I can be either a welder or I can blow my head off in front of my family. <laughs> Usually both, too. Yeah. Sometimes if you're lucky, you can do both. Try making money in California. What do they have? The biggest uh the biggest tech area pretty much in the world. Uh some of the, the best schools in the country. <laughs> some of the best. What, yeah. <laughs> some of the best we have, public we actually, schools. I'll have you know we have one good school that nobody can get into. How about that? <laughs> yeah, we've got UT and Rice. <laughs> and we got UT and Rice, and we got or we got seventy five branches of UT that nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah, or Texas State. If you want to go get pregnant and die, <laughs> Texas Tech. Texas Tech. If you like spirits coming at you at night. We built, hey, you know how the Plains Indians never settled down because the northern plains of Texas were fucking haunted? Well, we put a college there forever, and there's a La Quinta Inn and shit also. So you know, you yeah, can you go know how the Comanche, the Comanche, the, uh, everybody, uh, Comanche, the Mohawks, uh, they just never went over to where Lubbock is? Well, we built a university there in about a whole ass town, and the whole town's filled with the worst, most evil cocksuckers the world's ever fucking known. Because we uh, we don't trust or believe in nothing except our own goddamn hubris. The fucking um, the people I like I think a really popular because of like Rogan's thing, where he was a California guy, and all those other guys are California guys, and they moved to Austin, and they're like, yeah, California sucks, you know, or whatever. All the things they complain about are here too, but we have really no way of handling them, in like any responsible way like i part part of me believes they just like it because there's no state income tax here you know if you make millions of dollars a year yeah texas is pretty sick 
You know what I mean? Or if you're a rancher, you can get subsidies from the government. But uh, otherwise, yeah. This place is a fucking hellhole. Like, I like Austin. It's not bad. It's okay. But to pretend that it's better than fucking Sacramento or like Santa Monica, Sandia, any of them, you're out of your fucking mind. You're out of your mind. And, th- and that's the best city we have, I think, in my opinion. The best thing we have to offer is Austin and Houston. I mean, Dallas, DFW's, I don't know. Dallas, the, the, North Texas is okay, like, I guess. But I'm talking about, like, scenery, natural beauty. The best we have to offer is the hill country and then, like, the big city life of Houston. That's it. You can get that just about anywhere, and it's not 110 fucking degrees half the year. Yeah. Yes, sir. Talk to Did him. Did you know that thirty to sixty million bison used to roam? Yeah, we we. Uh, I I thought. I, I mean, thought, I knew I knew it was a lot, but I didn't know it was that many. I thought that the. I guess I mean the Native Americans hunted them quite a bit, but I found out embarrassingly recently that uh, we killed a lot of them. Because it was like the the food source for the Native Americans, whatever the fuck. Yeah. We just did like basically like. Like, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Like, weaponized famine, kind of. We were like, oh, you guys like to eat these majestic beasts? We're going to uh, use their skin to buy uh, fool's gold and make moonshine. Whatever yeah. the fuck. Apparently, they kill a bunch of them at Yellowstone still. What? Yeah. They do, like, culling of bison? Mm-hmm, but, like, a lot of them. Why? <laughs> yeah, like, the government kills them. Bison culling Yellowstone. Why? They're, what the mm. fuck? Annual Yellowstone bison cull kills 1,200 animals. Groups push for change. Man, don't show me a baby. Come on. Tribal and state hunters stake out Yellowstone waiting for bison to cross a barrier they can't see. Or the bison naturally funneled. This season, the hunt left 1,100 bison dead. Man, that fucking sucks. They're because they're badass animals. They're like four thousand pounds of meat tank. Uh, mm-hmm. And what do we do when we kill them? We fucking I don't know. I don't fucking know. I, I part of me, I've always, I've always thought that maybe I should just be vegan. Uh, but then I'm like, eh, you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. pro- I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those guys. It's like, yes, you guys are all right. Like you're right. We shouldn't be doing this stuff. That being said, I fucking love hamburger. And I have my moral compass is flimsy. Uh, you could probably get me to um, if a company invented like a machine that killed a lot of people, uh, like a box, like you could put a thousand people in the box and it would turn them into paste. But they wanted podcast sponsorships. If they paid me like five thousand dollars, I would shill for the, the killing machine. Probably. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I just I just want to have a fucking. Jet oh, speed. apparently this has a lot to do. The culling of the buffalo. Yeah, has a lot to do with the. Uh, just their grazing. Oh, okay. So they're not allowed outside of the national park. Basically, like they're killed if they leave the park. That's so fucked, dude. Because ranchers are like, <laughs> no, they're gonna eat all the grass. That's so fucked. Because elk. Are elk carry the same disease? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're allowed to roam wherever. But why? But buffalo just buffalo just eat more. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like it's yeah. like grazing ground for cattle. Okay, that tracks. And because they're because of the way the law works here, if that's your private land, and an animal that's lived there for fucking one million years eats your grass that you just recently owned in the last two hundred, you can cut its fucking head off. Yeah. Right. Okay. That that. Tracks. But I mean, I mean, like, uh, I I think it's only like the state troopers and people can kill them. I, I saw that some of the, the yeah some of the like local tribes will hunt them. Um, yeah. Which I don't know. I I don't know. Colonizing bastards. Right. You know what I mean? Fucking. They think they can colonize Yellowstone. <laughs> We've had that land for hundreds of years. Yeah, we turned it into Disneyland for fucking granola retards. We've had you, that, you, you can... know, we've had that land for over a hundred years. <laughs> you fools think you can come take it from us? The fucking yeah, like the Israeli argument. You know what? We've had this land for sixty years. 
You know that this land has belonged to me. And we my... came here 50 years ago and we <laughs> built these houses thousands of years ago, all right? This has been my house for thousands of years since 1948. This has been. I'll this, have you know. This is my home, my ancestral home since 2002. And you you come here with your fucking feathers and your fucking tomahawk, and you try to fucking live your life. Did you yeah. uh, when you when they were teaching you about like the fucking Native American stuff uh, when you were in high school and like junior high and shit? Um, did you get anything like? Because my I had one of those teachers that was like, I don't know how to describe it. I had one of those history teachers that was younger and was like, he would try. You know what I mean? He'd be like, yeah, it was pretty it was pretty bad. But, like, that's all we got. Like, I didn't – I didn't uh, – I, 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 I remember in elementary school when, when we went over it, uh, my teacher at the time was, like, half Native American or whatever. Uh-huh. So she was kind of like – I mean, she didn't focus a lot on the genocide or whatever. Right. She was like, there are a lot of things (laughs) that can be learned from them. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think it was more, uh, if I recall correctly, it was pretty apologetic when I got to, like, middle and high school. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, a lot of it was just disease. You know, they weren't yeah, prepared when yeah. we got there. Yeah, that's the thing that, that really that got me was because the way that it was spun was is that, oh, they there was a war, and a lot of them died from disease because we, the British and, you know, the white people had diseases that the Native American bodies weren't accustomed to. And I was like... Oh, I understand. Come, I, I I know how epidemiology works, and I'm 14. Yeah, that tracks. And then, like, I took AP U.S. history with that teacher I was telling you about, who was like younger, mm-hmm. definitely a little bit. And for a Texas high school, very liberal. I don't know what that means, like on a political spectrum. He was probably just like a Bill Clinton guy. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. But he was like, yeah, it wasn't just disease, and it wasn't really a war. Like it was we killed like like millions of them and i was like oh but you still have it in your head at least i did when i was that age that i was like yeah but like but now we have the usa <laughs> you know what, you know what I'm like the way yeah. that, the way that it was spun to me was like by even by his standards his liberal like for texas high school he was like it was really bad but we have mcdonald's now and they get to have really cool lives like they still have land you know, like that was his end of the lecture yeah. was like they got to keep a little bit. You know, there were like three to five million of them and they just called this place home and they and they lived, to, you know, and they didn't live harmoniously necessarily. But, you know, uh, this was theirs. Now there's about one hundred and fifty thousand of them and they're all addicted to Jameson. <laughs> and, you know, but hey, they get to eat Burger King and they get to go to Walmart and that is called the free market kids or whatever the fuck you got to trust in the uh in the beauty of it all what was that the monroe yeah. doctrine um the manif- no manifest destiny uh when they were like we got to push westward forever yeah um uh, the fuck's the monroe doctrine i don't know anything anymore dude i'm a fucking uh person. if i did it it would be called um let's hear it the Maryland Monroe Doctrine, because you'd let everybody no. fuck you. You'd let the president fuck you, and then you get killed by the CIA. First off, she didn't let everybody fuck her, all right? She, she had a hard life. She, all right? This was a very traumatized woman, from what I could gather. Marilyn Monroe was not a whore, all right? Yeah, fine. If she you're was right. a regular whore, she wouldn't have been the most popular woman of a century. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I... I Fuck the Queen of England. Marilyn Monroe ruled the 20th century. Yeah, she did. I pro- she's one of the only women in history who had, like, I would bet you, let's think. Imagine, all right, imagine it's been, like, what, 80 years since she died? I did not know. <laughs> when did she die? I think she died in the 60s. Uh, so I think it's been, like, yeah, it's probably about 60 years. Marilyn Monroe death. I think she was, I don't know. Marilyn Monroe died, and yeah, she died right before Kennedy died, like a month, a year before Kennedy died. 
Okay. Uh, 1962. All right. Imagine having like f- five generations of Americans jack off to you. <laughs> Respect. That's, I, think yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. Because I'm, I'm sure there's still somebody, some kid with a fedora on beating off to her. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know, and you got to respect that. There are just that's like, a that's a that's a legacy most men will never have. But if if it was me doing Manifest Destiny, um, they would call it "Man, He Smokes Hella Weed." <laughs> they would call it hand, handling breast de- breast destiny uh, because um, I would uh, handling breast. Yes, for me. Yeah, because I'd be going state to state, grabbing on them things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. a little handful. Yeah, I get a handful of that shit. They they would call it instead of manifest destiny, it would be called uh pass the test, blessed to be. Because I yeah. because when life hands me difficult fucking challenges, I overcome through sheer Or f- they'd call it man, I sweat, wrestle me. <laughs> yeah, because you're tough and you're fucking mm-hmm. hard to get a hold of. Yeah. Yeah. They'd probably call it um they'd probably if if I did manifest destiny, it would probably be called uh, I'm the best, stress free, and uh, because I work real hard and I have a heart of gold and I smoke different and I'm hard to tie down. You know what I mean? Yeah, they would probably call they would, for me. They'd probably call it manage wealth successfully. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because you get your money right yeah. and you teach it. Yeah, you let your and money I have a lot you. of it. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> too good. <laughs> too much. Honestly, yeah, I feel like got a lot of money lately. Yeah, uh, so much fucking money. If I did manifest destiny, it would be called Zan, Zan and rest. Good for me because I I like to take care of my mental health by taking benzodiazepines and taking a nap. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, for me, <laughs> they would say man's got the best intestines because your stunt, your GI tract's healthy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah, so you got it's just pink. It's just real nice in there. Yeah, it's not it's really red good. or inflamed at all. It's not. Yeah. No, sir. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's what it is. Yeah, good stuff going on in there mm-hmm, for sure. Me too. Yeah, I don't have a chronic inflammatory illness at all. Yeah, instead of the Monroe Doctrine, it, if I did it, it would be called um, Big Bros, uh, Big Bros Cock Ring. Uh, because, <laughs> because, uh, I, I, because, why would it, why would it be called that? Why, because, oh, because I, I'm like a big bro to these young guns on the block. And, uh, I, I teach them how to keep that thing hard. You know what I mean? It, by yeah. any means necessary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> For sure, Jake. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I'll let you have that one. I don't think I'm, I don't think, I'm, I don't need, I don't think, I don't think we need to go too far down. I'll let you take that one, big dog. <laughs> uh, or when I hear that, I say, oh, big bro's locked in. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, ain't no switching up. I'm locked in. Yeah. Um, I'm not tweaking. I'm locked in. I stand on business. A lot of people, uh, these days don't stand on their business and, uh, and I, I've been known to stand on business. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if instead of Monroe's doctrine, it'd be called Woodrow Wilson. If it was me. Oh, okay. You would just be the president. <laughs> I'd be the president. <laughs> You'd be the president like two, three or four presidents after that doctrine. Okay. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. Instead of the Marshall plan, it would be called, uh, Gorsh y'all. Damn, and that's how I would respond to uh, genocide and uh, pushing eastward against um, against the threat of communism. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, instead of politics, I would call it. Uh, Y'all like tricks. Yeah. Y'all some dicks. Y'all some dick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. There we go. Because mm-hmm. them fellas in the White House don't be treating each other uh, nice. Hell, hell no. Instead of. Uh, Instead of uh, um, instead of the house of instead of the house of the Congress, it would be called the mouse um, of the lawn grass, and it would be me yeah. and a bunch of rats hanging out in the tall trees talking. To yeah, me. I would have. Yeah, instead of the bay pigs, I would have ate some figs. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. A hundred percent. Yeah. Instead of the Civil War, it, it would have been called the. Um, Big old, big old s'more because I'd have cooked up some marshmallows for them boys, and we would have we yeah. would have sorted it out just right. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, instead of the instead of uh, instead of World War Two, mm-hmm. I would have said order more food. Yeah, hey, everybody, chill out. I got pizza on the way. Yeah, <laughs> everybody, chill. I got fucking wings coming. Yeah, I got a little smoke, smoky. Yeah, instead instead of the trail of tears, I would have said. Uh, here's a big pail of beers. Uh, I've been a, a bucket of ice cold Coors yeah. Light for me and my friends to mm-hmm. to to drink and just fucking get along because nobody knows how to chill out no more. Yeah, instead of the war on terror, mm-hmm. I would have said, uh, "Girl, nice hair." Yeah, because I love treat women nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you got to be nice to them. Yeah, of course. Instead yeah. of instead of Desert Storm, it, uh, I would have called it Dessert Warm. Yeah, because I like a nice lava cake uh, and a, a nice scoop of, of vanilla bean ice cream. You know what I mean? I'm deep. Like, I would have said pleasure scorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because you don't like to get too much feeling good. It's not good for your spirit. Nah, I don't like that shit. Yeah, yeah. Miss me with that pleasure scorn. <laughs> Cash uh, me outside. <laughs> yeah. Instead of the Iran Contra affair, uh, it would have been um, uh, I slam. Uh, lots of affairs because I fucking cheat on my wife. <laughs> <laughs> instead of uh, instead of uh, the is it, 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 instead of the, the Korean Korean uh-huh. war, I would have said, "I'll see you tomorrow." Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Wait, is that it? Okay, that's it. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>